I don't know who needs to hear this, but... Make sure your car windows are rolled up when it rains outside. What? Did you leave the window open? <laughs> That's a very high... Yeah, well, because I like to air out my car. I like to have my windows down. I love the fresh air. I just... I And also, it keeps it from being really hot in the um, car after I get off of work because it, otherwise it's just like sitting in the sunshine. So, yes, I often leave my car windows rolled down and inevitably it always rains in the afternoons here in the mountains. So... It it does have a tendency to rain when it's forecasted to rain. And yes. Yeah. Well, so now the girls at work, my externs know to always ask me if they go outside and they see it's raining. They always ask if my car windows are rolled down. Yeah. <laughs> so I can run out there and roll them up. The guys at the, uh, at the warehouse like to roll down my window and then periodically I'll get some wet butt or I'll mm. get some frozen butt mm. if it's snowed outside. Nice. Yeah, it is nice. Love it. Yeah, I don't. And then they have like really sticky fingers and I'm pretty sure it's because they dip. Oh, And gross. so like my windshield wiper, like if I Ew. twist that where the steering wheel is a little bit sticky and I'm like, you sons of That's bitches. That's disgusting. This is like the truck that I drive. I need you to do like a Lysol wipe so you can just wipe everything down before you like get in there. So here's the thing. I would love to do that. I would love to have one of those containers and just bring it to my truck and just have it just always in my truck unfortunately i never know what truck it is that i'm going to be driving well, just the put it in day. your like actual truck and then when you get to work you can just put it in your real truck with yeah you. so i already go in with this like armloads of things so then just to add another I'm, i just thing, need to get you a little wagon you can just stay out of yeah. your truck <laughs> yeah, i have my radio flyer just like <laughs> <laughs> roll it by and be perfect yep oh man well i'm heidi and directly in front of me is John here at the set, and we are the Badgers. Jenny just laughs at me. <laughs> <laughs> so harsh. I mean, I just failed him once. Okay, that is ghetto boffing. <laughs> I know I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> I did. I did. I learned about the Supreme Court today. <laughs> Only most of you guys are gonna recognize this. Documents on a piece of paper. energy today yes that's what happens when you get when the johnster no i'm in the process the of johnster yeah the johnster the that's johnster. my that's that's my name now okay. or my title the johnster oh shannon has really started calling me lady badger she introduced me to her mom as lady badger yesterday and it was it don't really you love happy. it i do i really kind of do <laughs> um yes i appreciate that she has embraced that nickname for me well it helps to say hey everybody if you would just introduce me as Lady Badger, that'd be great. <laughs> like you did. I don't think I did that. You totally did that. No. Okay. That's why she's. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> she took it to heart. Uh, she does that. She's a pretty. She's a pretty solid person. Yep. Oh yeah. So I'm making the the outtake episode like. Oh right, the, right, right, right. The Green blooper reel kind of a thing, and it's just it's a lot of fun. It's like an homage to all of the people who who made universe 25 happen mm -hmm. and it's fun to hear all the all of everybody's voices and you can hear the auditions the original <laughs> auditions and you can hear the differences between what they auditioned for versus what they got cast as or what the differences are between you know that audition and the actual what showed up in the episode it's 
it's so much fun to hear like the that old stuff that happened like four months ago versus what is current. It's fun. And it's it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of laughing that's happening in it because I have I know just a couple of days that I was up here taking pictures while you guys were recording. You guys were all having a lot of fun. Like it was a pretty good time. It's a riot. A zoot suit riot, actually. (laughs) Well, if that were the case, we'd have a whole band in here. I could get some dancing in. Yep. How are you, Heidi? I am good. I'm really good. We're doing some menu shifting at work, uh, getting ready to launch our summer dessert menu, which has been fun. I feel like I'm on pretty good ground for that. Uh, I got to see my Demi Chef's baby, who he's so cute. Um, Not not one of those ugly alien babies. He looks very old man. He he's very much an old little old man. Oh. Um, but he is very cute. I mean, his like mouth is so little, and he like has no chin, but all the chins. It's just it's very. It's cute. like one chin. Yeah. Like the one that I'm growing right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that was fun. It was a really cute day because she surprised us, and she came to the visit in the bake shop on Monday, which ended up being a very adorable day in bake shop because she showed up with her son. And they hung out for a while, and then right as she was getting ready to leave, one of our other sous chefs showed up with his puppy, who his puppy's only like eight weeks old. She's very little. Um, So it was really cute. And he told us that he was taking her to puppy daycare. But when he got there, he was just like, I can't leave her here. This is not a great place. So he asked if he could just bring her to work. (laughs) (laughs) So I told him, I was like, well, it's fine as long as she's not in the food service area. So he just put her in a crate in the office. And like literally it was like a kid's, a toddler's pack and play. It was it was very cute. Um, so yeah, we just set her up in the office, and she just hung out in there, and it was really cute and sweet. And I was like, man, what a cute day at work! Got babies and puppies. I do envy the truckers who are able to take the dog with them, mm. because it would be great to have Charlie just like ride along with me in the truck. But yeah, she doesn't know. do great in the car though. I feel like, like currently. What yeah, is, I feel like she does really good. She does great on the motorcycle. She seems really happy and excited about that. But I feel like just anytime you get her in a car, she just gets so excited and anxious to like go wherever it is we're going. That she, I don't feel like she enjoys the car she ride. She doesn't enjoy the ride. Yeah, it's not the adventure. The, it's the Yeah, she the likes destination. the destination. Interesting. Yeah. Which, it's so funny to watch the two of them in the car because Charlie gets in and shakes and she's nervous and she's standing and she kind of slides right. all over the back. And Finn, I think the car puts him to sleep. I think as soon as you get the car moving, man, he's out cold. Yeah. Because um, we just went on a, we just did a hike. Trying yeah. to get out and explore our beautiful, great state of North Carolina a little bit more. And we just, we did yep. a nice hike the other day. Yeah. Uh, did you like it? I did. It was beautiful. And it was surprising because the parkway was not that crowded. The lake wasn't that crowded. It was nice just to be outside. It wasn't very hot. Here's the problem with loops. Mm-hmm. Because that, that hike that we did was a circle. Mm-hmm. around the lake right mm-hmm. but the problem with it is you can't pick up the dog poop and then just like find a find yeah, a place stash to it and stash it, it and then true. pick it up on the way back so in so i found out that i cannot walk behind <laughs> you when you have the bags tied to well, your backpack we just need to get like a little <laughs> doggy poop bad. back like we just need like a little doggy poop trash can we need like one of the, like a water bottle that we can just like slip the dog poops into how about your water bottle? How that sounds no. amazing. Get some no. chocolate milk out of the deal. Gross. That is disgusting. <laughs> Ew. Uh, did you do any karaoke or anything recently? <laughs> what a leading question. I did, in fact, do karaoke. How funny you would ask. 
Um, I had no idea. Yeah, our friend Shannon invited me up to Marshall, which is the ultimate like small town. It's so tiny. It's one of those places where like literally everybody who walked in knew everybody else, and they're all like high fiving and saying hello and. Um, there are like four buildings in all of downtown at Marshall. Yeah, but really though. Um, the guy there's who like ran the, feed the karaoke. And seed, like literally the feed and seed. Yep. And then there's, there's like the little bakery and coffee shop. Yeah. And then, yeah, um, the one bar in town. The, the guy who runs that karaoke, his name is Banjo Mitch. Which just what? is so appropriate for what a small town. What a Western North Carolina thing. Like it just You're a like, Smoky Mountain. Who is that? Oh, no, that's Banjo yeah. Mitch. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Banjo Mitch, of course. How do you not know who Banjo Mitch is? Come on. <laughs> he had a very deep voice. He was actually pretty decent at karaoke. But. Um, yeah, no, we did karaoke. I sang what my... songs? Well, I always do my classic warm-up karaoke song, which is Cascade is Every Time We Touch. Um, oh. Okay. Which uh, our friend Shannon's mom was very impressed because that song doesn't have like an intro or anything. It just like dives in with vocals. So... There's no, you know, like normally you kind of have like an introduction. You can kind of get into the rhythm of the song, but that one's just like you just dive right in. So, so do you guess when it starts? I I don't recall how it starts. Um, like it's got like a little bit of like some tones, but it just um, and okay. like I'm watching like the mu- the like words, so it's just like I still hear your voice when you sleep oh, we're next gonna get, to me. We're gonna get docked for uh for lyrics on our on our episode, so. Uh, Gotta, gotta cut that shit out. <laughs> um, Do you know how much it is to, if a book, you write a book, right? Mm-hmm. And you put the lyrics to a song. It could be five lyrics to a song. Mm-hmm. And you could have to pay royalties for the, for the insertion of That's this. Sm- yeah. So I don't know if you know who Hank Green is. Mm-hmm. Turtles all the way down. What? That's his book, Turtles All the Way Down. Oh, okay. Hank and John Green? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he wrote I'm a book. I'm pretty sure that's Hank's. Anyways. One. It might be John's. One of them. They they were talking about how they wrote a book with a, with a line from a song. Mm-hmm. And then their publisher was saying, you can't put this in here because then now we're going to have to pay royalties. So after a lot of fighting, I think they ended up... Um, Either paying the royalties or taking it out of the book altogether. I always really wonder about that kind of stuff because when it's in a movie or a TV show, like you have to get so many rights and like deal with lawyers and the legalese and stuff of just like making a Star Wars reference or something like that. But I feel like in a book, people reference that stuff all the time and I don't feel like you have to go through the same legalese for it. Yeah, so I have been having a lot of difficulty just trying to contact people who are supposed to be the ones giving out permissions. Mm -hmm. And I've never done this professionally, so I'm just kind of making it up as I go. I'm like, okay, here's contact info. So I contacted like probably three music companies just so I could get permission to use a song in, in 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 the series. And I have to do it again because I want another song for the the last episode. And after time and time and time and time again, trying to contact two companies that own this one song, I get nothing. So now I have to real I realize that I have to pick a different song. I think I found it. I think I found the right song for the last episode. Nice. 
But, and fortunately, it's through the same company that I already did through. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So it's, um, it should be good. But Unfortunately, we'll now you've already scammed them into giving you your first song for really cheap. So, well, <sighs> because they know that I could pull it off once, they know that I potentially can pull it off again. <laughs> yeah, so, that or they'll be like, no, this guy ripped us off last yeah, time. Yeah, he so. ripped us off. <laughs> no, it's like, okay, you thought it was a shoestring budget before I spent money on it. I now listened I really to. Am. A really cool TED talk about how melodies, there's like a finite number of melodies. They're the worst. Except for the one that's across the street. I like her. There's a finite number of melodies in the world because it's not like an infinite thing. There are eight notes. Yeah, there are only seven billion people in the world. Well, there are eight notes. So there's, I mean, there's only so many ways that you can combine those. So he was talking about how like every, every combination of notes has already been created. Like it's just a matter of whether or not they've been like copyrighted because they are all there's a finite number, and so he had like this whole chart because they'd created this program that had created basically like ever every melody that could ever exist. It it would the point was he was trying to like make a case against copyright infringement laws in music, mm-hmm. just because there you know every song is going to sound like somebody else's song, and right now when you enter those battles, you have to like prove that there was no unconscious copying or conscious copying or like you might never have even known that song existed or never even heard it and yet your song sounds the same because you just happen to also like that melody it's kind of like how every time that i write a storyline and like for mercury theater podcast or universe 25 even they'll say oh that sounds like x Mm -hmm. and i'm like yeah, I've never even heard of what you're talking about. I feel about. like that's a reason that I'd be a bad writer, that I like don't write very much, is because I read so much that I feel like I would just be copying so many storylines. Like yeah. I just I don't have any my own original ideas because I read so many of other people's. And that's why I'm an amazing writer, is you because don't. I don't <laughs> reading sucks. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, but that's what I've been up to. Anything else you want to cover for the good people of the podcast? I did another podcast interview thing. Okay. So it's the Fuck My Work Life podcast. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I just, you remember that one Wednesday that I did somebody else's route and I just had a shit day. Mm-hmm. I mean, besides the normal ones, but like that mm-hmm. one that was just like above and beyond. And they said that I would never be put on somebody else's route again. Mm-hmm. So I I told the story that happened on that day and that was that was the episode of that. I don't know when it's going to come out. It's in a few weeks from now. But yeah. Oh, also, I was on the Better Podcasting Live uh chat with Stargate Pioneer. And oh, okay. that was when was that? It was either this week or last week. It's It was last week that I did that. I, I don't know why I didn't remember it before. Anyway, but yeah, uh, so that was a fun chat. We talked about the creation of Universe 25, as I am to do, and Mercury Theater Podcast, but kind of the differences between the two of them. Mm-hmm. But that was fun. Uh, cool. We did it on video chat and everything. It's on YouTube. Nice. All right. You can look yeah. it up. Better podcasting. Yeah, it's... With the Gunna Geek Network, right? We... Yeah, well, you're not going to necessarily find it via that. I don't know. Um, so they, they have, like, better podcasting. They have that on lockdown. Mm-hmm. And then with with that, it's like, 
what is it? Live? Ch- no, it's not better podcast live chat. It's what the hell is it? It's something. I'll we'll put a link to it or something. <laughs> I'll give you a link to put on the, the episode. It's easy. Okay. Sounds good. What? Okay. All right. Uh, you ready to do some today in history? Today in history. Yes, let's do that. Okay, so not a lot happened today in history. This is June 9th. Uh, in 1973, Secretariat won the Triple Crown. Do you know the story of Secretariat? Uh, it was a... Ooh. Oh. Damn it. I was really trying... Oh, Renee Zellweger was in a race, and she won three no. times. No. No? No. Oh, what was that? I have no idea what you were talking about. What are you talking about? The horse. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) No, so um, what's so cool about Secretariat is that, I mean, there's a whole movie about it, so go check it out. But he won his final race by 31 lengths, which is insane. Like, that's an insane amount to win a race by. So it's pretty cool. Uh, Check it out. It's a neat story. It's fun to watch those movies and realize that What's his name is actually writing a like this barrel that's made to look like a like a horse on the the top up and it it looks nothing like a <laughs> horse except for where the camera is. Yeah. It's fun. Nice. Yeah. Um in 1934 it was the first appearance of Donald Duck in a cartoon, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Does he go like <laughs> <laughs> Such a good Donald Duck impression. <laughs> I can't really say any words. Um, and then I'm confused by this last one, but I saw it on two different websites that in 1856, a group of 500 handcart pioneers departed for Salt Lake City. I don't really know why that's of note because it's not even like it's the first group that appeared in Salt Lake City because we all know that they arrived in Salt Lake in 1847, which is why they celebrate the days of 47. Oh my God. What? You are such a dork. I'm from Utah. Yeah. Every every July 24th, which happens to be Pioneer Day because that's the day they showed up. Pie and Beer Day is my favorite. They have the Days of 47 celebration, July 24th. Okay, yeah. So we have Pie and Beer Day that we're going to host on that day. I support that. Yeah. That's going to be our beer game night. Okay. You think we're going to get people to show up? No. It's going to be good. So. Hey, we'll have pie. Oh my gosh, pie what if we made everybody beer? bring a pie? Yes! They either have to bring a pie or beer. I love this. Let's invite all the people we know so maybe we can get three of them to show up. Yeah, or no, we need four. We can't do so it. My can... siblings are going to be here. I want to be out whitewater rafting on some rivers. That's fucking We'll just have terrible. to do it. It's one other. We'll have to celebrate Pie and Beer Day. Different yeah, day. they don't know what it is. Yeah, nobody, nobody hmm. will know. Do it on a Saturday or something. Yeah, like the Saturday oh, before. Oh, find it or like a... Mm. We should not do things on the weekend. We should do a day that Megan's available. Who's Megan? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We should not do a weekend because weekends are, people have too many other plans. If you have a party on a Tuesday night, everyone's going to show up because what else are they going to be doing on a Tuesday? Nothing. But if you have something on a Saturday, people are always going to find something else to do on a Saturday. Well, they also have work the next morning. So don't get shwasted. Like, you can hang out and have a good time. Why do you want to hang out if you're not going to get shwasted? I have a great time not drinking. Yeah, that's because everybody else is wasted, and you Whatever. you do it. You get like a high on like proximity. 
You get a proximity I, high. I'm an extrovert. I get all this energy from just being around people. Who are shwasted. Who are just people. Who are shwasted. All right. Do you have a stamp of approval? The Badger's stamp of approval. I do have a stamp of approval. What is it? It's... <laughs> I asked you this before the show. <laughs> no, you said you did. No, you didn't tell me what it was, so I couldn't write it down on our outline. Here we are now. between two, actually. Once so again, awkwardly I'm... waiting for you to come up with a stamp of approval. No. So you know rum and coke, right? Sure. It Even better than rum and coke mm-hmm. is rum and root beer. Ooh. Yeah. It's delicious. And you ever want to know why it's called root beer? Because it should have beer in it. Or something alcoholic, which rum is alcoholic, believe it or not. That's fair. Yeah. This is true. Do you have a stamp of approval? I do. So I just found out the TV show Heart of Dixie is on Amazon oh, Prime. Oh, God. Um, which makes me really happy. It's it does have, so... Have you noticed that more and more of the streaming services are having <sighs> more and more commercials? Which is like kind of okay with me because I like commercials. They remind me to take a break, to go pee, to like get up and get something, like just to take you a second. You do like commercials. I but... do. But it feels like cheating to me when I'm paying for a streaming service and I have commercials in it. If you're paying for like Netflix and they started putting, like we're not paying for that. We pay for Amazon Prime. Wait, it's not like putting, a monthly payment. They're putting commercials on this? But we do pay, yeah. That's what I'm watching it on and it's got commercials. Do they have different levels, like different tiers where it's like this one has no, no commercials? No, uh, so on? I think it's just like some of the stuff they put on there has commercials and some of the stuff doesn't. Does it say that it has commercials in it? Mm-hmm. Like before you start watching it? Mm-hmm. But not all of it has commercials. Right. Like there, I mean, you can watch movies and some TV shows and stuff without it. I didn't know Amazon Prime had stuff with commercials until I started watching Heart of Dixie and then. Yeah, the concept actually behind the behind cable television was that you would pay and not have to have commercials yeah, yeah. and then they started adding commercials to it and then it's like well shit now i yeah now which I'm is why paying. everybody switched to streaming services because you could binge watch and you didn't have to pay yeah or you didn't have to watch commercials but yeah mm. um and so anyways but i highly recommend heart of dixie uh it's just a fun tv show uh a New York doctor moves to this really tiny town in Alabama and it's just very southern. Everybody's got really deep accents and it's just, it's a fun show. Just good times. It always just makes me want to live. I just want to live in a smaller town where like you walk in somewhere and you just know everybody. I think that's why I liked Marshall so much yesterday. It's, just, it's got that vibe. But when when you like screw one person over or somebody screws you over, then it's like, well, now somebody has to move. True, or you just end up dealing with it, which is what the whole conflict in the TV shows is about. Give Hendersonville, and this is where we live, uh-huh. give it 20 years and everybody who lives here will be dead. So then we will know everybody. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> that there will cool. be all 15 of us. This is true? Yeah, 14, yeah, depending. All right. Know. Are you ready for the question? Courtesy of Travis Brown's Poddicks. Yes, let's do it. What famous person's memoir would you love to read? Good question. I was not prepared for this one. Uh, I don't. I don't like reading. You know this. <laughs> okay. Well, what oh if wait, you wait, not- wait, wait, wait. If listening to an audiobook counts as reading, yes. Okay, you go first. Well, I don't know because I. 
I just, famous people don't fascinate me that much. I know there are people out there who have had really cool lives, and I kind of like maybe to know their story of how they got to where they were, they are, or were, but I can't really think of anybody that I'm really like, oh, I want to, I just, I want to know so much more about your life. I don't like nonfiction. I would rather live in a fictional world than read somebody's real life story. Oh, uh, hmm. I feel like we're both giving non-answers. I know it's because I just this isn't a great question. I don't, I don't like reading, but I just don't like. I don't know. Famous people are just not that interesting to me. Yeah, when somebody says, "If you were to pick a table of like all these historic, like who would you want to have dinner would, with?" Yeah. yeah, it's. I don't know. I'm pr I'm pretty fascinating, but I would like to, if I was to sit at a table, let's let's flip the question around and make it into. Make it about me. But no, if we were to make it into who would you sit at a table with if you could pick, you know, three people mm -hmm. to have a dinner with? I would go into audio dramas. So I'd get like the people from The Vanishing Act and Casey Wayland. Well, that's that's three of them. If I could get the cast of The Vanishing Act, holy <laughs> shit, that would be I feel like that would be a riot to be in at a table with those people are a lot of fun yeah yeah i guess thinking about it that way <sighs> i don't know pick the cast of a tv show well i was thinking about because i'm really getting more into like garment sewing and trying to like create my own garments and figuring out pattern fitting and stuff so it'd be really cool so betty white like... no not betty white who the hell betsy ross betsy ross she sewed a flag. Yeah, that one. That's so not that's a, a that's a seamstress. I mean, it would be cool to like, yeah, to talk to people of old days about seam. But there are people currently like Lorraine Henry would be really cool to sit down with, um, which I've sat and like talked to her, um, and she's really cool. I actually gave her tickets to go to Biltmore uh, and talked to her while she was there, and she had came and had lunch at my restaurant. So um, she'd be cool. I guess it would be cool to like read her life story or know more about her life story. Um, people like that. But yeah, I don't know. I just. I'm not that invested into any famous people that I want to know so much more about their life. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else? I think, I think I'm done. I think that should do it. All right. On that note, thank you for hanging out with us at the set. Yep. Don't forget to tweet us at the set pod on Twitter with your answer to our question. Tweet if you us. have a better answer than we do, and maybe you you'll do. hear your answer on the air next week. Be sure to give our other podcasts, Mercury theater podcast and universe 25, a listen with your ears. Check out their website, mercurytheaterpodcast.com, for more information on all podcasts produced by John S. Badger. Yep. And we will talk to you next week. <laughs> yeah, we will. Bye.